All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of K-Time. I am your host, Kay. And today I have some very special guests uh, with me. I have um, an old friend, Alyssa, who is coming to join me. And then I have a new friend, Los, from the 280 Plus podcast that will be joining me. So um, I'm going to allow them, you know, to introduce themselves and get into it. I'm going to let the, the young lady go first. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Well, my name is, oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> always, always, always. My name is Alyssa. I, uh, like Kayla said, I've known her for a long time now. And um, I'm just really happy that she asked me to come on her podcast. Um, but if you want to follow me for more shenanigans, um, my Instagram is rn underscore Alyss, L-Y-S-S 13. And then also I have a TikTok which is just RN list. And I post um, like videos for um, like Sheen and Fashion Nova and um, just a couple of stuff. So look out for that and I'll be promoting it more on my Instagram. So she's a fashion icon, guys. That's a sub. That's a sub. So is, is it my turn? Yes, sir. I'm not. I'm not used to being a, a guest. This is this is exciting. This is exciting. I'm, 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 this is lit. But uh, yeah, man, it's your boy Los uh, Los Def from the 280 Plus Podcast. Um, yo, man, this 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 podcast is a, a Twitter inspired podcast where we go beyond the 280 characters, man. So we we talk about a little bit everything under the sun. Um, drop every Wednesday. Um, yeah, drop drop those YouTube streams every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Um, the audio be out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, every everywhere where you listen to podcasts. That's up at midnight on Wednesdays every every week, every week consistently. So, um, one one thing that we do, we talk about everything on the sun. But one thing I really like to do is I really like to highlight people that's doing things locally. Um, in in the seven one seven, yeah, I'm saying I'm from the seven one seven. Um, so yeah, I mean we try to just highlight people that's doing things, moving and shaking, whether it's in the community, entertainment, business, all that type of stuff too. So. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Shout out to the seven one seven. I miss y'all. Yeah, yeah. All the way in AZ. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know. I changed the seven one seven to the four eight zero because you know we sunny every single day. I can't do the snow, so I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, it's getting cold. Yeah, it is getting cold too. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying like. I go from windbreakers to like crop tops. So like I don't gotta go to the heavy jackets. <laughs> like, right, right, right. But um, thank you so much again, Lowe's, for joining me. Um, as I mentioned, he's my personal guest, so it's a huge milestone. As you guys know, K Time is mainly um about me just telling you guys about my spiritual journey as well as um the things that I go through, you know, past, present, and what I hope for in the future. Um, obviously I want to kind of get to know my guests a little bit more. So before we get into like the more serious topics, I do want to check, do you guys have anything exciting that's coming up in like the near future? You, you can go. So, so for me, um, like I said before, I'm going to be, um, launching my like new TikTok with like outfit changes that I'm going to be doing. So that's new and exciting for me because it's my first time, like, doing anything like that so i'm really excited for it and that'll probably start sometime next year but i'm promoting it like now just so i can just so you guys can check it out keep me on your keep me on the map 
So, <laughs> so wait, one question. Yes. Alyssa, are we oh. not going to bring up the fact that you're about to go to Disney World? Oh, what Disneyland? Disneyland. Yes. Well, yeah, that's fun. But I go to Disneyland all the time. Like that's my shit. Like so, y'all know she got money, right? If she oh, just booking. Oh, Disney she got money. Oh, oh. <laughs> she got money. <laughs> Disneyland <laughs> ain't cheap, y'all. <laughs> well, you know what? It's actually funny how I got these tickets though, because like these tickets that I have, um, I got them for free. So like, they ain't I even see, oh, that's you got di- free Disneyland tickets. They ain't even give yeah. Oprah or they. Ain't, who is it? Who is it? Uh, no, Shonda Rhimes. They ain't even give Shonda Rhimes free. Uh, no, Disneyland. no, this so, girl is a regular. So that's why I'm saying she's like brushing it off no. like it's so like casual. No, nah, that's not like, regular, no. yo. <laughs> now it's crazy though, because when Shonda Rhimes was asking for free Disneyland tickets, I'm like, you're Shonda Rhimes. You got mad money. Like, why can't you just buy a ticket? Like, you know what I mean, but go ahead, yeah. go off, yo. Oh no, I mean, it was just I just went to one of those little timeshare things where you listen to the information and they try to sell you it, and then I and then they gave me like two adults, two kids tickets for free. Oh, nice, so, nice. So you actually sat through one of those presentations the whole way through. Yeah. And like, like, cause I did one of those before and then like, they, they started charging me some money and like, I never oh, took it. I was just like, I was you like, know, no, you don't give them so anything. My thing is you don't know how to say no is what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no. Cause I was, it, I was hyped because, um, like I got some like sweepstakes call or whatever. And I was like, oh, and I, I normally, I don't win nothing. So I was just like, oh, okay. You know what I mean, but I end up, we end up like, it was, it was legit though. It was like a timeshare thing where you only where you can go anywhere all you gotta do is pay the taxes on the trip yeah. whatever. and i just mm-hmm. but it's i just never really followed up with certain things and i just was like i don't know See, that's that's how you do it you go there you get your little perks you do you do your little thing like they they give you like because you only pay the taxes and then you go listen to their little presentation you say no they're gonna talk to the person who's the stone cold person you still say no and then you walk out, get your little gifts, and you leave. And that's all you do. Okay. And you just have to be good at saying no. That's it. That's all you do. And you get your little perks. I love it. So now we're going to Disneyland for Christmas. I got to take notes. I got to take notes. What about you, Los? You got something exciting coming up? exciting well my well it was actually for me my son actually just um it's, it's exciting for my son um just just tonight um he got on a plane uh he, he went to puerto rico with his grandma he's going for yes. a week so you know dad got got a week off from from you know the kid yeah i mean so that's that's nice um but you know just doing you know podcasts every week um trying to trying to get different guests trying to get you know some some bigger guests and things like that but um nothing but yeah like i said my son that i that's a that's a great Christmas gift, and uh, he got like some of the greatest grandparents, man. I tell you, like on both sides of you know, mom and dad, he got some good good grandparents. So. so, um, yeah, I'm about to take a break, y'all. After I wrap up season one of K Time, um, my ass is going to be on a flight, and I'm going to Colorado for the New Year's. So, I'm gonna get me my snow fix and just have some fun with um my girlfriend and her family. So. Yeah, that's really all I have that's exciting. Besides, like, like my season two, I'm going to be um, promoting that and getting that all worked up for y'all. I'm super excited for that layout and that new platform. So please stay um, tuned because season two, we're about to have K-Time bundles, K-Time videos. Like, it's going to be on a YouTube channel near you, um, on audio for you. And then we're going to have some special guests coming. Um, if I have it my way, it's going to probably be like a 
um, every other podcast where you're going to have a special guest featured. Um, and you don't just have to listen to me, but I know y'all do want to, so it's okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to move on to like a more serious topic. I want to ask y'all, um, because I saw on social media um, these last few weeks that um, obviously like we as Americans don't, don't have any control over these guns that people have um, easy access to. So I want to know what's your thoughts on, um, you know, the gun control in America, where we stand. No, so I'm going to let you go first. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I definitely, you know, I think people should be able to exercise, I guess their second amendment. Right. But I, I just believe in like common sense laws when it comes to guns and stuff like that. Like, you know, you got these states that's trying to pass like these just open carry. Um, um, no, no, constitutional carry. That's what it's called. Where you don't need a license. You don't need a permit. You don't need like you don't need anything. Um, and just just because it's your constitutional right to have a gun, whatever. And I just think like, you know, I ain't gonna, I don't want to I get spicy. I just feel like white people. Man, I feel like white people, they be holding on to the second Second Amendment and it just feels it just feels like slavery. It just I don't know. It just feels oppressive. You know what I mean, and, and I just feel like it's like, yo, the, the amendments, it, amendment means change, whatever. You know what I mean, and these things ain't set in stone. Like, you know, what I mean, and and back when those that law was passed or these amendments were passed, that's when, you know, what I mean, the government was literally trying to t trying to take over and, and tyrannize. Um, because they were fighting against the British and all that. Like they were trying to tyrannize yeah. people. So so like I, I think a lot of things don't apply, but but people and I and particularly white people, they hold on to that second amendment like it is the gospel. And it's not, it's not the gospel. It's not, like it's, it's not the gospel. Well, see, and that that's a great point. Um, and I think that a lot of these laws that we have like right now, especially like like nobody's really like um going back and like you know taking these laws away or like making they're not like they're like, not even like making new laws like literally they're all they're doing the is just like enforcing the laws that they want to enforce but some of those laws that still would oppress all of us are still there they are like no <laughs> like like i mean it would if, you, if somebody were to go to court you know obviously like they would be looked at some type of way but like legally they could still like you know <laughs> like fuck up some shit and like yep. that's the, like that's the thing how I feel about like gun laws is that like like there's a there was a point in time where these laws when they were created were definitely like for the sake of like you know the country as a whole but like like we were talking about a little bit earlier like with social media a lot of that isn't quite necessary anymore and so we as a country need to think about what like this type of standard that we want to set for the future and also just like safety like you said like common sense like it's just like a safety issue like because at this point I think that like as we grow in a society especially with technology there are just a lot more um mental health issues that are being brought to the forefront of uh, and we're actually talking about it. Like, I feel like before, like in society and just as a culture, we weren't able to focus on a lot of mental health issues because it was just about survival. It was about what you have to do to get 
to where you want to go. And people were just making money to just survive. Now we're at a point where, yeah, we're doing that, but also we're highlighting our emotions or, and when you get into highlighting your emotions and when you get into growth and when you get into stuff like that, some people don't know how to handle that. That's why they're therapists. That's why there are, you know, people who are professionals in that. And, you know, and like you said, like, like we were talking about a little bit earlier too, you know, like guns, like some people can't handle the responsibility that comes with handling a gun, especially the fact that we are able to so freely get a gun without any training or standard or, you know, so it's just like, we need to do something to make sure that it's not only so people can have fun with their guns. Yes. But like also, so for the safety is safety of others. The only thing I worry about is that if we put so many restrictions on certain guns that like, or not certain guns, but just on guns to the point where like, it's so hard for people to get access to, then there, then there's the flip side of it where other people who don't care about laws will be able to have all the types of protection in the world and then common people won't. That's what I feel like people worry about, but it would take so much to get to that. And I feel like that's where conservatives are like, I don't want to even go there because I don't yeah. want any restrictions that's because just, they don't want any change. Like, I'm sorry, because they're happy no. the way it is, you know, so I'm going to get off my rant. I'm going to, you know, let you <laughs> yeah, and go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm, um, I'm completely against guns. I don't like them. I hate them. Um, me personally, I feel like the fact that we can hold something in our hands that can take away another life in like a blink of an eye, just with like a, a twitch of a finger, it's really, it's too much. Like, and the thing is like me personally, I wouldn't have a gun, but obviously like in the future, if my husband were to want one, like obviously we should have a conversation and I will probably let him, but I will make sure that I'll go through the procedures to be able to be trained on that gun and to move accordingly. As far as the government goes, obviously me saying that I'm not for guns, that's not going to change the world. Like we're already in a world where guns are um, honestly used as if they're like buying a pair of shoes in a sense. Like um, mm-hmm. they're really easy to gather. It's really easy to get. So I think if we were to keep guns, those laws, those amendments, they need to be changed. They need to be adjusted. I feel like one, as you mentioned, mental health. Not everybody has common sense, like Will said. Y'all don't got common sense to where y'all need to have a gun. So you need to be um, mentally checked and you need to go through the um, course of being evaluated to even see if you're sane enough to have a gun. Not to mention that should be a follow-up within like a yearly or a monthly thing where you're constantly checking up on these people who have these guns. Not to mention like um, as far as like, I feel like there should be requirements as far as you take, um, you know, you go to the shooting range, you take courses on how to properly um, use your gun, um, load your gun and um, fire shot, like, you know, shoot off your gun. Because again, there's areas where you can shoot that aren't going to be as like heavy as other areas. And I feel like nowadays people just aim to kill rather than to, you know, well, they, well, they yeah. don't aim at all. They don't really aim at all. Niggas they don't, don't aim, aim at all. And that's the thing, like, aim. them aiming, they're killing innocent <laughs> children. They're killing innocent, like, because, again, bullets don't have names. And there's too many people who get shot just because they're a casualty, just because they were at the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And me personally, um, I just don't feel as though we need to have that much power as humans. Because, again, like, humans, we, we let our emotions react for us and we don't necessarily, you know, sit and wait and actually process things. We just literally move, act, react, and 
bro, that's why half of us are like dying. Like, so, so have either one of y'all like purchased a gun or fired a gun at all, whatever, like have any experience at, with it at all? Yeah, absolutely not. I, okay. um, I, well, I like, I like guns and I okay. like to use them for fun, but I don't own a gun, but I, I have like used them before, fired them like, and I, and I think they're fun. Like I see the appeal in them. Yeah. Well, See, and you know I, what I mean? still go and do it, but not yet. It just hasn't come to me. I don't really like it. Well, I remember when when me and a bunch of my homies, when we first turned 21, like that was we we all got our gun licenses, right? You know what I mean? And but the thing is though, we was like we was in the streets though, still, you know what I'm saying? We was we was running reckless, whatever. And it was crazy because I man, yo, the having a gun, the power that you have when you have a gun, it's 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 a feeling that you can't really like describe whatever and you know i mean i i i mean i don't i mean i pulled a gun out on a dude before you know what i'm saying and like i you know i mean i could have made a I could have made a stupid stupid mistake you know what i'm saying but i realized like seeing seeing that man in his eyes and and seeing how how like how things changed and how everybody was like it was like it was like yo this shit is powerful like whatever and i not saying that I, I can understand why people do it, but I, I'm saying like that's why people that that we talk about common sense, whatever. Like there's certain people that don't need that power. There's there's certain people that don't need that that temptation to like. I mean, because maybe I have some, I have more sense, or whatever. I wasn't, I, I didn't really want to pull the trigger or nothing like that. But still, that even just pulling it out on somebody that could have got me killed. Yeah, you know I mean that could have got me shot. Yeah, you know I mean or, or or harmed or somebody else harmed or it could have went off and like it was a really dumb thing. But it's like, yo, I just feel like when you have a gun and you carrying a gun around all the time, you're more likely to, the statistics show it. You know what I mean? Like if you have a gun in proximity and all that type of stuff, you're more likely to die from gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like you know what I mean? Like people, it's not like this. there's a bunch of, you know, innocent bystanders that are just getting shot by people. It's people that are in like disputes and somebody pulls out something, another person, and then. You know, I mean, just in a blink, like you said, in a blink of an eye, it just whatever. So, yeah, it's like it's crazy, man. That that gun, like having a gun, that power, and and just what what you what it does to another person, it's like it's really not good, man. It's really sinister when you really think about it. And it really is. Yeah. Except, um, and I'm gonna just say like a little because every I'm gonna do a little quick story time, and then we can you know say our finals on this and be done. But like every time I go back home, like um, just this last year I went back home for like a month. All of my guy friends, no matter who I was with, they had a gun with them. And me personally, like I'm a free spirit. So I'd be telling them like, I don't want to see that gun on your hip. I don't want to see that gun in your car. I don't want that anywhere near me. I said, because at the end of the day, like God's going to protect me regardless. Like, and even if he doesn't protect me, then just let me go. Like, I'm sorry, but just let it happen. Like I'm not in no I'm not going to be butthurt about it. So um, <laughs> I be telling my friends, like, bro, like with you having that like gun, with you carrying that piece everywhere you go, you're attracting that energy to you. Like, you're attracting those type of people to be around you. And the way I move, I move with straight up love. Like, so I'm just like, I ain't, there ain't going to never be a situation that I'm in that I feel like I can't talk through. Like, and at the end of the day, if you feel like you can't talk through something, then why do you have a gun? Because what's that gun going to really well, do for you in that situation? I, I don't know. I kind of like, I, I feel that and I do. And I feel the whole like attraction and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, if somebody walks in with a gun trying to like hurt me or whatever, then 
I would like to have something to protect myself. Like, not to say like, I would just want to walk around and just like shoot anybody that like, you know, like whatever, but like, I would just like the option to be able to protect myself. So I see the appeal of why people want to take it around everywhere. But I also get that about attracting. I don't know. Kind of like, like to me, like if you like, can we not fight anymore? Like, I'm that, like yo, men do not fight no more. Men like, do not I'm, fight anymore. Me, I agree with that. They don't, like, they, don't got, they don't got no time for that. Men, no, nobody wants anymore? to get punched in their face. Nobody wants to get world starred. So, but, but it's like yo, the alternative is like you're gonna take somebody's life and then your life is taken away. Like that's dumb. Like it's you're behind bars, bro. So my thing is like me personally, like Alyssa, your scenario, if someone comes in with a gun, me personally, first thing I'm thinking is what drove you to this point? Let's talk about it. But that's just the caringness in me. Like I just want to get down. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, again, I might be the type of person to lose my life early on because I'm that naive to think the good in people, but that's just how I'm going to move. However, I'm not, I'm naive, not like I'm, you know, nice, but I'm not dumb. Yeah. During that time when he's telling his whole story, I'm scanning the room looking for a weapon to knock that shit out his hand to, you know, plan my <laughs> escape and get this man like away. So I'm always going to be thinking of an escape route yeah. and to like, you know, survive. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to feel like to me personally, I wouldn't feel any safer with having a gun on my waist, them pointing a gun at me. What can I really do? I can't flinch to do this because they nope. already have it pulled out. At that <laughs> well, point, I was going to say, you know, they, they that, that officer, that security guard, he's he doing them memes or, whatever, or those little videos where he's trying to tell people like how to get away, out of a gun, whatever. And it's like, but then I see I see the like TikTok videos where it's like. Like the alternative, they, it's like, yo, you got shot and now you in heaven, like whatever. It's exactly. like, yo, I listen to this dude, and it's like, nah, don't do that, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. Flip. <laughs> That's the thing. Like for me, I'm gonna just talk it out, and like at the end of the day, I'm gonna duck and weave. Like you gotta mm -hmm. bob and weave, get away from it. Like <laughs> you know, find some shelter. But like right. to be honest, like I said, I don't think guns are gonna help a lot that's going on, and I feel like we just use it as like a defense mechanism and to honestly be like an ego booster because when people have a gun, they walk around with their chest puffed out. Boy, put that gun down and fight straight up. And let me see if you walk away with that same chest pumped up because nine times out of ten, you won't. Like, nine, yep, so thanks. That's thanks. just my opinion. I just, but, yeah, I think with the guns and when it comes to like, like I said, common sense laws and gun reform. I, the, there needs to be like less hysteria behind it because you know obviously you know the NRA is one of the most powerful private organizations in in America whatever you know what I mean they pay they're paying these they're lining these politicians pockets whatever and they're the ones that spreading this message that like yo if if any gun laws get reformed whatever they're gonna literally come into your house and take your guns it's like that's not what's gonna happen we just want we just want checks and balances when at the access point of getting a gun yeah you know i mean it ain't, ain't nobody coming in your house and confiscating your guns and they'd be like well you never know you never know it's like no that's not what's happening you know what i'm saying but the thing um, is if the government wants to do that they will do that and there wouldn't be anything that you can do in order to change that situation so like you even using that like grow up like yeah, yeah, just yeah, grow yeah. up well, no for real though but you know when I said like people don't want to fight, but like that's the thing too. Like people don't want to fight anymore because if I if I beat you up, I might you might shoot me. Yeah, you know I mean nowadays like people don't. You know what I mean like people don't know. People can't take no. I, I not that many men can take an L anymore. Yeah, you know I mean like especially because nowadays though you gotta think about it. Nowadays with social media, fights are getting recorded. People getting beat up and stuff like that. That stuff is recorded. Like when I was coming up. 
we we weren't doing that. Like if we were doing things that we weren't supposed to be doing, we weren't recording it and creating more evidence for to get in trouble. Like it was like, all right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like we fought, we we scrapped it out, we it's good, whatever. And sometimes it kept fighting. I mean, there was more fights, whatever. But nowadays it's like people don't men don't uh, there's a lot of men that don't I mean black men maybe white men I don't know but like definitely in in urban communities like yo men is not they're not trying to lose fights and they, once their ego cuz ego ego is is a, ego. is a dangerous and I was gonna thing. say men if y'all lose a fight just understand if no one's going to love y'all I will love y'all still cuz it's oh. like, it but, but, but I'm saying what if what if you get disrespected in front what if what if a man what if a man beats up your boyfriend like in right in front of your face are you still going you know what I mean like cuz 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 women women want that protection women want you know Saucy, I might jump. Like, I might just leave and be like, all right, where's the quickest, like, you know, where's the quickest, like, weapon for me to use? Because, man, okay. if you hurt my boy, you got me fucked up, and now I got to get me and my boy out of here because I don't like that. Then Fuck what if you get shot, then? Like, if I told you to contact, I'm going to take me to the game. All right, you're going to take that. Because right. <laughs> right. um, to be honest, like I said, like, there's no bitch in my blood, unless you say it like mm, that. Like, talk about it. Is that <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm serious like cause like I've been in situations where I've been faced with like straight hood boogers like straight men who dad looked me in my eye like bro like you're talking too crazy right now like do you want to get fucked up and I'm like bro boy like do what you feel like you need to do but I guarantee you you not finna do shit and then but what you, like you must got some tough cousins and brothers <laughs> or something like that cause you nah, nah you talking a little too spicy no. like <laughs> I'm sorry, you're, I don't have your no banks. Your banks, yeah. I mean, yeah, y'all got some people in your I family. Got, I got cousins. <laughs> it's not even that. Like to be honest, like I said, like I just move like I got protection. Like, and to be honest, my protection is my higher power because I just move like it is what it is. Like I ain't finna be no punk. And regardless, like if, like I said, my dude did get beat up, I ain't finna love you any less. But what we finna do is get you some self defense classes because we need to make sure <laughs> you go back and you, you handle your shit. <laughs> Because you ain't finna have me out here looking like I'm, you know, big and tough. Like, I can only be, do so much, okay? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't I don't see you saying that now. I think that's cap though, man. If if your man get dusted <laughs> off, like, right in front of you, embarrassed, like, because just say he was trying to stand up for you, and then he, some dude just, I mean, just it's trashes him. Like, I don't know. No, I mean, I'm going to be real, and I'm just going to say, I'll be it'll, be a, it'll be a no for me. See, and that's right? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Keep it, yeah, keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Like, like I said, for me, why is it a, like I don't think I don't sorry, but like no. It's not I mean, you life. you do you win some and you lose some, but I'm just saying, like but to me, that's know. the thing because I'm a I'm low-key a black mama at heart. So that's just like if my man get beat up or if my child gets beat up, what are we finna do? We finna go defend ourselves. Get your ass up, the fight ain't over, and you need to go put <laughs> some ass, like period. Like, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm okay. just like you took that L, but okay. guess what? We're gonna come back with a W. Like, period, All point right. blank. All right. So yeah, as long as you get yeah, keep your head high, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. See, don't uh-huh. be trying to blame me. Me and mommy, and we're gonna be good, whether he give you up or not. <laughs> <laughs> she said self-defense classes, though. It's like uh, I don't know. We if he, if he can't hold his own a little bit, then 
traditional. I'm very like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, this is gonna come out a little later. We're gonna see, like, um, we're gonna see. Yeah, we, yeah, we want to talk about. You it. know what? If if that happens, I'm gonna reference this message right here. You right, better right, right. <laughs> hold me accountable. I promise you, like, ain't it's not gonna change. I'm gonna be hurt in that moment. I'm like, damn, like. They done got beat up, but like, sure enough, me and Bay in the background, we fixing it. All right. And we're going to go back and get our W. Well, you know what? I love that. I do. There you go. All yep. Right. Yep. All right. Off of our gun topic, because again, I can only do so much violence. I like to love. Anyway, I like to love. Um, let me ask Los, you mentioned earlier that you have a son, right? Yes. 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 Okay. So, how old is your son? My son is seven years old. Oh, that's amazing. He'll, he'll be eight in March. He'll be eight in March. So. Is he a Pisces? Yes, he or is. Like, yep, yep. He's a Pisces. I'm a, I, my birthday's in March as well. I'm an Aries, though. I'm a, I'm Aries. Oh, Aries. So, like, now y'all be a little um, hot. Yeah, yeah. Hot hot headed. Headed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Fire sign. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but I'm a Pisces, so let's just get that out there. So I definitely, you know. My, my son's mother is also a Pisces. I mean, so they, yeah, it's like all our birthdays in March. It's like boom, 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 like. Mm, y'all be spending money. Yeah, it's it's well, I mean, we're not together, so you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, I mean, spend, I don't, I don't gotta spend that money no more. But yeah, there was a time where like, <laughs> really, my, my birthday, my birthday is like an afterthought though, because it's like, yeah, it used to be her birthday, then my son's and then mine, and then like the last several years, really since my son been alive, I just I do stuff, whatever, but it don't be I don't have this like you know, I don't celebrate for a month like you know some of y'all women do and all that, That's like whatever. Me. Oh, <laughs> I, I dedicated February to me and it's called Kaylaary. Put that on your calendar. Yeah. No, dead. she didn't. No, she didn't. I've been celebrating Kaylaary since I've been alive. Like I have all my family, their birthdays be in February, but that don't even matter. Like it's Kaylaary. I oh. love y'all. I'm gonna say happy birthday. I love it. But Talk about like, ego, it's- right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just—it's not bad to love yourself. There's no. No, nah, it's not. No, nah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I love it. But no, um, definitely. Okay, so you have a child. I love yes. it. You have a child. I do not. Then I have a cute little sister who's ten. Okay, bet. and then a nephew who's six. Bet. All right, so I have a child, y'all. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm kidding, I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I do. I have a child, but she's um not biologically from me, but she's a descendant from me, y'all. So um I have my niece. I'm very active and okay. that's my first baby, straight up. Like yeah. she is just a little mini me, y'all. So that should just tell you something. Um, a lot of personality, and she's five and she just started school this year. So um the reason why I asked you y'all have kids is because I want to just ask one. Um, with the children that are in your life, how do y'all feel as far as like um, their upbringing and this newer generation and then like also like the schooling like that they do? Like I know obviously we just came back from a pandemic. Um, so some are either in school or, you know, homeschooled. How have y'all been adjusting and what changes have y'all noticed in y'all child since then? Um, do I go first again? I, I mean, or you want to I mean, go? she can go first if she wants. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, you know, I mean, cute and quick. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess what I noticed, like, with my sister is that, like, she definitely, school, I don't know, I guess for her, it kind of just seemed kind of like a joke. Like, I know that that sounds bad, but, like, they weren't really, like, I was just asking her, I was like, so what are you, like, learning, like, 
where they teaching you when like I don't know she just never really had like a like a big answer compared to now like where she's actually physically back in school like now she actually like has stuff that she's, she's comprehending but before she just like wasn't really into it and she would just obviously go to go and then like the school hours were shorter like whenever it was online compared to like actually in school and so I just feel like I just feel like a lot of kids like well there's definitely also different learning styles too and I just feel like a lot of kids prosper you know better like in person I feel like when you're a child like learning with your hands is very important and also like creativity too like you know as much as like it's cool to like watch tv and you know stuff like that like it's fun like don't get me wrong because I love doing it but it's not creative and I feel like it's very important for children to be creative. And sometimes school allows that to happen. I'm not saying all the time because obviously they can only do so much, but I just think that that's like what a lot of people miss. And also the structure too, like some, just some people like aren't teachers. That's why they didn't go to school to be a teacher. So some people just aren't good at, you know, like helping setting their kids up to like to learn at home because they're essentially asking the parents to like oh this is what we're supposed to be learning like here help your kid do that and some like That's children aren't real. good at that no, or some kid, uh, parents uh, aren't good at that. it's like parents uh, are also because at the end of the day a lot of parents are either working from home or they are going to work so even then like i'm pretty my heart goes out for the parents and the students that had to go through like the work from home school from home situation mm-hmm. um simply because like one no offense, I'm not even a parent yet, but I already know. Don't nobody want to be around their kid 25-8. Like, let's just be real. Like, hell no. Nah. Like, you, like, that like that time where they're in school and you're at work, that's probably the time where a kid can be a kid and a parent can be an adult again. Like, so with us having them all at home, like, one, my heart goes out because obviously we know we don't live in a perfect world and there's people being abused parents as well as children, not to mention not everybody has the resources that they need to be able to, um, some people depend on school lunch, some people depend on the breakfast that's served and things of that nature. So um, my heart went out to people who um, definitely had to do school from home. And as far as the curriculum, um, I don't see that the kids were actually even learning. I feel like they were just kind of, to be honest, I heard some parents even say that they were like, sit down and actually be doing their kids work for them in a sense because like their kids were getting behind and like they just didn't have the patience to fully like you know teach and you know help them along the way so that's how I feel about you know school from home but Lois let me hear from you you're an actual parent (laughs) well all right so I have a lot of bias in this and I don't talk about this on my platform just because to protect my 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 job my career and stuff like that I'll just say this. I am an ed- educator. I love that. You oh are just God. up here. <laughs> so, so I, I, I was on both sides because, um, so you think what, with the pandemic, when it was, uh, what, 2020 was that, was that no, what, yeah, 2020, 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, 2020. So year, um, 19, yeah, the 1920 school year, whatever. So I remember when, when we shut down, like in every, like the world shut down, whatever. And um, we, we went to uh, like remote, remote learning, whatever. And so did my son, whatever. So he, you know, he had to be with me. 
Um, but I had to kind of juggle two things at once. I had to, you know, present and, and deliver instruction, but I also had to, you know, do that. But the pandemic exposed a lot of things. It, it exposed probably some inequities that are in education, whatever, but it also exposed the lack of parent involvement in 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 parents, you know what I mean, in, in, in their kids' education, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and I, I hear what you're saying um, because every every school did it a little bit different. Um, every every school kind of had had different parameters. If you were if you didn't go to a school that had technology, like immersed technology, one to one, like that's called uh, like a one to one school, like one to one technology where every student gets a gets a device, whatever. If you weren't in that kind of situation, you definitely had way more disadvantages than than a, a student that did because those kids were used to being online. They were used to using all the tools, whatever, whatever. The thing is with um the I would say the institution that I work for whatever um the we decided to do um in, in that spring it was everything was pass or fail whatever because we knew that there would be some barriers we knew that some people did not even have full internet access but our 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 institution they provided people with little hotspots whatever so they could so they could access it whatever you know what I'm saying um However, it, it was just like it, it was tough because like the kid once once a kid is at home, yeah, you know I mean, and they're in their relaxed setting, whatever things like that, they they don't have the same kind of motivation. Yeah, you know I mean, they don't have the same kind of motivation to do things. And then so then being on the side of, as a parent helping my kid, it was tough, but only because I had like other things I had to do. But I can see how like you're right. Everybody's not supposed to be an educator or whatever everybody's not supposed to be, like they didn't go to school for that whatever but like i said it kind of exposed how like yo parents how don't parents parents, even even when even when they were in school parents don't know what the hell their kids be doing half the time for real you know what i mean like a lot of, not saying all parents but a lot of parents don't and you yeah. know when when i you know i work with like you know um i'm secondary secondary education so so i'm dealing with older kids so like those kids, they they like school a lot less. Yeah, you know I mean, than than the younger kids, whatever. Um, so when kids were when people were talking about their their younger kids like struggling, whatever, it's like, yo, this is when they still like school. So like, you have like now it's, I mean, it is in your court now. You got to make sure they still have like some type of love for education because you're gonna lose them. You're gonna lose them. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but yeah, it was tough. But like, I I work, you know, I work for for institution that. Once then, then the 20 was the 2020, the 2021 school year, we were back. We were back full, like we were back in school. Now we had masks and stuff like that. My son was also in the school district where um, he had masks and all that, but we were in school the whole year, like whole year, last year, last year and this year, whatever. So um, I can't relate to like where people were like, there's been, there were kids where they were out of school for like 18 months. Like, you know what I mean? Literally like outside of a building for like that long. I can't really relate to that. I, I fortunately, I mean, um, being part of districts where um, they were in school, I felt like things were were good. But this year in particular, I feel like we're trying to force things to be normal, like fully normal. And we're not it's not normal. we're never going to be back to what we were. And, and I think that's a sad reality. Um, and people want to kind of force that. But like, no, we're, we're different. We, we changed in this pandemic and all that, like just just people's values change people's like interests change their attention spans probably changed um you know dealing with you talking about mental health whatever that exposed a lot of that type of stuff as well so um it's it's crazy it's 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 sad but i think i think educators get um 
the short end of the stick a lot of times and they get blamed. Y'all deserve so much. Give him his flowers now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think I think they get a lot of they get a lot of flag, but it's like, yo, you know, you, you can only do as when when you are when you are on the other side, you really I can't make I can't make your kid do anything that they don't want to do. Like I can I can fail them. I could give them F's. I could give whatever. But like so some of that has to be instilled with it, like the work ethic and things like that. That has to be even if you don't teach your kid to love school, they got to know how to work. Yeah, you know I mean, they got to know how to work. It comes things. down to discipline. Like a lot of times yeah. kids need to have that discipline where they know, like, you might not like this, but you still need to do this. Like, do and that comes down to parenting, because like one reason why I don't have kids this early is because um, I know once you have kids, you need to learn to give your children your all. Like yeah. regardless of the okay. situation, you need to um your free time is no longer your free time you need to be sitting down with your child and teaching them literally everything like everything that you know they should necessarily be learning or getting a, gri a grip of like especially when they're around the one to you know four area before they even hit school because yeah. that's where it really starts that's where a kid is going to actually learn the discipline of okay like this is where i need to retain this information this is how best i retain it and this is what i need to do in order to continue to you know um improve it now, once they get to school, that's where you get help from the teacher. But I feel like nowadays parents don't actually grasp that when you have a child, it's a lot more than providing. It comes down yes. to it comes down to time and um, you know what you invest in with your child. Like it comes you, down. To you are you, a parent is the child's first educator. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, you know I mean, so and it should be a well, partnership. It should be a partnership. I, I have a question for you, Louis. So, how Look. much of the like parent involvement do you like i guess appreciate as an educator what, what, what do you mean like like how much so like, are, you, are you are you the type of person like do you are like because i mean i don't have kids so i don't know what it's like to like do you give yeah i don't know what it's like to be involved so do you get like emails from your parents do you get calls from your parents like what's like what kind yeah, of like you you get you get calls and stuff like that from parents when when their kid is struggling whatever and yeah, I mean and I like I like that when when parents reach out and things like that um you know there you know at times it depends on where you work and and maybe the environment you work in sometimes parents can be a little bit more belligerent sometimes you know I, I went you know I I worked in my in my hometown as well you know what I mean in my in my home neighborhood you know what I mean and. Some of them parents, like they have, they have such such negative experiences with education. So it's just a natural distrust. You know what I mean, they they think that the teachers are out to get their kids, and and it's like it's like an adversarial relationship, whatever. So that happens at times. But you know, it, it's I would say if you're asking me like a percentage of like how many parents are like super involved versus, I, I mean, it might be like if I'm generous, I'll say forty percent to forty percent super involved to 60 percent not not so much whatever and I, I think that's generous for a for like yeah it's no, only honestly. it's only a handful I guess the only reason why I asked that is because I just I do like agree with you guys where like parent involvement is very important and also I think like I guess just letting children know like the value of education because yeah. like growing yeah. up like I didn't necessarily have like somebody telling me like, oh, if you, you know, if you even try at some of these like tests, you know, what it could do for your future. I never had anybody telling me like, 
yep. you know, that just even trying, yep. you know, like, I don't think that a lot of kids see the value they in know. education and that comes from home, you know? Yep. And so I think that I was just, I was just kind of wondering, like, kind of like just how, like, involved people are and what it's like. Well, and the thing is, I don't teach in a, like, I teach in a pretty, you know, a f- somewhat affluent you know, area, yeah, I mean, to, to an extent, because there, there's, it's, it's stratified in terms of socioeconomic status, whatever, but like, there's some, there's some people with money, whatever. Now, it's in, those people, like, it, I, it's crazy, because the socioeconomic status has a direct correlation with parent involvement a lot of times. Yeah. It, it does. So like, yeah, when, when you are, when you are working multiple jobs, because yeah, you got so many kids where they go home after school and I mean, granted, they're old yeah, enough to take care themselves. of themselves, yeah. but they're by themselves. They don't have nobody to help them when they're struggling. They don't have this. They don't have that. So I feel for that. I empathize with that. But at the same time, it's like when, when you know you got to make ends meet, you still have to, you do still have to teach your kids certain things. Like you said, that, that the value of it, like, yo, you don't, maybe you don't want to be like me and working paycheck to paycheck where you don't see your kids. Like maybe that could be the example. Like, yo, do you want to grow up and, and have kids and not be able to see them? And like, like, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, and, and, and you know, pat those, I want to pat those parents on the back. I want to pat, pat those parents on the back. Cause they're doing everything that they can for the most part. But there's a lot of times where like parents put their, like, especially when, when parents, like maybe the, if it's a single, maybe a single mother, whatever, and they have like, they have an older kid and they have a younger kid. They put so much on those older kids to care for those younger kids. That's not fair. It's like, hard. I mean, no, it's so hard. Cause I was one of those fair. people growing up. So um, even my sister, cause she took care of me. And then like, they just honestly, you know, passed the baton as you get to a certain yep. age, you start taking care yep. of others. Yeah. But like, one thing's for sure, like my parents did install in me, like get good grades. They're like, um, get good grades, um, get your education, knowledge is power. However, in my opinion, I feel like with my parents, which I'm very grateful for because I'm very intelligent, but I don't think they like really like box me into like, as far as like focus on school, like school is your way out, like do that, do this, like, and you'll be set. And that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Like I feel as though I would. I wish that my parents would have told me, be more creative. Like, let's yes. like, like, let's sit, sit down. Let's learn an instrument. Let's yes. like, you know, um, take time to create something brand new. Like, let's let your mind explore because I'm very book smart. But like, when it comes down to, I want to now become a creator. So like, yeah. for me, that's like two different mindsets. Like, you have to literally um, read you know, rewire your brain to think um, creatively rather than thinking, um, you know, just logically in a yeah. sense. So um, like I said, I love that my parents did push books onto me, but like I said, school's not going to necessarily be like school was everything when you're younger, but when you yeah. grow older, like school's not going to just be everything. Like you can finish high school and high school to probably like, you know, elementary school, those are the most important years. Um, Cause that's like literally like your foundation. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, after that, like what you decide to do, whether that's like trade school, college, or, you know, going out into the working field, I just feel as though elementary to high school kind of prepares us for the working field or for college. But even then like low key, I'm spending a lot of money on college and I could have really just been teaching myself this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I kid you not, I do <laughs> for school real. online and I'm, literally teaching myself this stuff like I'm doing the readings on my own I'm what listening to lectures that people are literally obtaining from YouTube so again like again like 
Yeah, and if, I, if like, you paying that Arizona State tuition, like you better be. Yeah. And that's the thing, like you better um, be recording a lecture from your the damn lecture hall and like make like, me feel like I'm in the classroom. Some of them do, but a lot of times, like they'll plug like TED talks from YouTube, mm-hmm. like, and I'm just like, all this information is free, bro. So instead of me paying literally like fifteen hundred for, for a class every single semester, bro, I can literally be reading the books that I need myself on the internet, finding the information myself. And honestly, I find myself learning more off of the stuff that I don't learn in school. Rather, I just take the time to learn outside of school. But I'm in school still because I already went this far and I want my degree out of it. So like, it's just like I said, like school can only take you so far. And I feel like, again, like how the school system set up right now, it just kind of tells us hey, let's like, you know, prepare for you to work a nine to five and repeat, or let's prepare you to spend a whole lot of money on college where honestly, I could have went to a trade school. I could have took a few business courses and I could have really had this shit in in my back pocket two, three years ago. Well, and I think that that's another thing that I feel like that I wish that they did teach in school because there are different types of schooling and there are also different, like, I mean, there's trade school, there's state school, there's community college like there are different avenues of how you can get to where you want and I really wish that they like kind of explored that and actually talked about it for people because I feel like even though yeah I feel like that a lot of that information you can learn on yourself or your parents can teach you but like some people just it's not even a thought like that's the thing like like and the reason why I say that is because when I was in school when I was like sophomore year, like I didn't think about where I was going to college. I wasn't applying anywhere. I wasn't like, literally my only expectation was to not fail. So you know what I got? I got B's. Girl. And, yes, wow, like, really? This, and literally because I did not, and literally because my Ooh, only God. expectation was to not fail. And so then when I actually went to like that alternative school and I actually went like- to an alternative uh, school? You was bad? Yeah. No, well, no, I, I went there because they paid for my first semester of college. So like oh, okay, the okay. school that I went to, like if you it's finish- different out here, so let me hear. <laughs> yeah, because when I say when, when you hear all or t- when you hear all ed, like alternative education, that's like kids that are like, like, you've been, like kids no, I mean they wilding. Like, no, that school there were some people that were there because their like parole officer made them go there. So yeah. like I think it was like one of those, but the cool thing about that school, <laughs> that we didn't know. All right, let's just no. be honest. Yeah, but, talk about it. That school, though, is that if you, like, you have four years, like, your whole high school, but if you finish, you can finish your, all your curriculum within two years, so then the other two years, they'll pay for your community college. So that's how my friend did it, because he got his community college paid for, and then he actually went to Stanford after that, and he started as a freshman, Nice. And then from there, he went to Columbia. So I'm just saying, like, like, yeah, it was an alternative school, but, like, he saw how you could finesse it, use it to get where you wanted to go. And, like, nobody, like, I wouldn't have known that if it wasn't for him. And I had learned that I was smart then when I went to that school because I finished my whole senior year from, like, July to November. And it's because I actually applied myself. No, but it's just like, but it's just like, (laughs) I didn't know the value in myself and in my education until like, until somebody else brought that out of me. And of course, I wish it was my parents and I love them and I don't fault them because they had five kids. They had to do what they had to do. Like, you know, whatever. But like, 
on the end on the other side of that like it has to come from somewhere else and i know that like i don't want to put all that pressure on like public schooling but like it also has like there just has to be more than just like a standard curriculum okay so yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i think my last question for us then will be in a perfect world how would the curriculum in school be like do y'all think about this ever i just wish it would be tailored towards the specific person i wish that we had like like people who are like like um licensed professionals who are able to like look at a kid see like kind of just like get their a feel set. of them, their skill set and like it, it could even be like one person for like 25 kids or something so maybe you have like a group of them and you look and you see, just see what people are good at and 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 give them options you know, like try this or try that, you know, I just, I, that's what I would think because yeah, there's like, you know, cause I think about like math, for instance, I love math, but sometimes math isn't people's strong suit and yeah. it's a barrier for a lot of people. And like, I'm a nurse. And the thing is, is that they make you have college algebra for nursing. And you don't for need fucking what? You don't need it. Literally, I use the calculator all the time. The dosages are like automatically like set. Ted, like you don't need it. I, 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 like, luckily, I love math and it was fine. But no. But there. But that's a barrier for Girl. somebody who could really like not only enjoy their job, have a prosperous, loving career, and that's like a barrier, you know. So I just think about barriers for people, and I think about how we can get around those barriers to make things easier for people to get to where they want to go, and do what they're meant to do, you know. Well, well, those things actually do exist, though. Like a lot of the things that you're talking about, um, you know, and, and pe they call it different things. Um, one one term is called um, MCL, which is mass customized learning, and it's this idea that yeah, you you do like every kid gets to kind of like kind of pick and, and, and learn what they want to learn, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, for example, like if you are, if you are excelling, like you can literally like jump from grade to grade, or you could finish a course, like just say, if you're taking eighth grade English, like, yeah, I mean, you could finish that shit in like a semester or whatever. You could finish that shit in like two, you know, two market periods, two, two months. And then you, now you're on ninth grade English, whatever. You know what I mean, so like, so like it's out there, whatever. The problem is one is resources and, and is there, is there equity? Like, cause we're talking about really, are we providing those opportunities for black kids? Right. Like, are we yeah, being honest? No, like, because yeah. it's out there. That stuff is out there. Well, I mean, and that's not, the thing, it is out there, but. For me, I'm for like, us, it's not for it's, us. It's not for us. And that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, so, so is that, but then also too, the way, the way they teach educators nowadays, it doesn't necessarily align with that. Like, yo, you learn, you learn so much cool stuff in, in college, whatever that, that really would only work in a college class. Like, because you, you don't go to your college class every day. Like, you know what I mean? You might have Monday, Wednesday, third, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, you got Tuesday, Thursdays and you meet for, you know, but like, yo, five days a week, for seven hours a day like that's crazy like you know what i'm saying like, like what are they teaching us to do they're teaching us to literally get out of school and work a nine work, to five, work a job. Seven, yeah, yeah. Like five days out of the seven days a week and yep. that's where for me i love school like i'm so pro school but it comes down to the curriculum like um yep. the things that i think about in school is that they're teaching like so one of my um niece's cousins told me recently like they're teaching um 
just um, sexuality, like, um, and they're only like maybe 12, 11, even like eight-ish. So like they're teaching them about transgenders, which, okay, I'm not calling you to each his own. I personally am not comfortable with that at that such a young age because I was telling her earlier, I prefer to protect the children. Like a lot of people aren't mature enough at that age to be able to comprehend that serious conversation. Anyhow, I'm like, they're putting more focus on that than they are with um, our financial well-being. Why in school are we not taught to budget, to credit, to invest? Why aren't we taught the basic taxes? Why aren't we taught the basic life things that we need to survive, but we're taught how to solve for X? Like I can solve for X with with the back back of my hand, but is that gonna teach me how to do my taxes? No. Is that gonna teach me how to build my credit? No. Like it's just the matter of they're teaching us things that they claim we are gonna need, but in reality, we're not necessarily going to need it for real world. We're only going to need it in the event that we decide to be like, maybe like an engineer or something, you know, kind of off the. And off even the- then, like, if you are wanting to be an engineer, you go through so much more schooling on top of that. Like, I just, yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. That there's certain like-, like. I think that the focus of school should be really kind of tailored to like real life um, events. But go ahead. Yeah. No, nah, well, one thing I was going to say, though, another thing that the pandemic exposed, though, is actually because because I, I hear what you're saying, like, you know what I mean, in terms of like, oh, yo, it's five days a week, seven days a week. All right. But one thing it also exposed was that, like, how many parents look at their kids going to school as a form of child care? It is. Yes. They look yes. at they look at. So so so, you know, what I mean, you you're you're it's part of it is that like it's like it's, it, you know, public education is is like this haven or this place where, where we, you know, these educators, they care for your kids for you. You know what I mean? And, and that's why like when, that's why parents were rushing to get their kids back to school. Cause they're like, Oh, I don't want to be with my kids, whatever. I need child. like, like I need, and they, sometimes they were even saying, they were saying those words or saying it coded, but like, yo, like basically calling, that's calling exactly teachers exactly. babysitters. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yo, I ain't no motherfucking babysitter. I mean, because if you want to pay me like a babysitter, you want to pay me for each head that's yeah. in the class. Like, I would be making oh, a make lot. I, I, I make good money. I make good money. I'm not like when people, because certain states is different. You know what I mean? People be like, oh, teacher. No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. But if I was making that. If I was uh, if I was making that, that, you know, private, you know, child care, you know what I mean? Like money where I'm charging for each head, I'll be. Whew, I'll be loaded, boy. Like I'll be, yeah, you it'd be crazy. On the island yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, I, I get what you're saying, but then where, where do you? So, all right, just say that that um, K through 12 was like college, right? Where you pick, but where the hell your who's gonna be watching your kids then? Where your kids gonna be at during the day when you at work? You think about that? They gonna figure it out. Y'all ain't think about that, did y'all? Wait, where the kids will be for like explain it though. We like if you don't I'm, I'm talking Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, because you're saying because you're saying all right, five days a week, you know, eight hours a day. Like but where where are they gonna they're gonna be at home? Unsupervised? Who who's supervising? Me personally, your kids? I wouldn't necessarily say that like um because I feel like kids probably should be at school. <laughs> I, oh now look, oh, now they should be no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say five days a week, but I definitely say four days a week. Like four okay. four days a week. Would it, would, would, well, wouldn't 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 like the workforce have to change with that as well though? 
But to be honest, me personally, I'm changing changing my workforce so that it can be like that. Like, I feel like workforce should change like that. But I think that like... Um, but that's like that's not just an education reform. That's life reform. That's a whole just reform like, of the community, and that's yeah, what, yeah. where I'm thinking. Because like like I said, what I want to do is I want to offer after school programs in a sense to where like it can be seen as like okay, when your kid gets done with this, they can have this place to go to be safe to learn an actual skill to express themselves and do whatever the case may be. So for me, when I talk, I'm talking as far as a reform of all of it. Like, yeah. okay. um, it's not, it's going to what? Well, and it's community based. Well, well, who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay? Where's the money coming from? The money comes from the people. It's going to have to come the, from it's, the It'll have to be fundraisers and it's community well, based. Like, I think that's, see, that's I, why. I, yeah. So what y'all saying is great, but it's, it's very utopic. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't know if it's based in reality. I don't know if it's based in reality and what we're talking about because 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 nowadays schools are funded through tax dollars, right? Property tax dollars. Well, in urban communities, there's a lot of there's a lot of people that don't pay taxes on their property because they live in subsidized housing, whatever. So those those homeowners, those those landlords, whatever, they get deals on that, whatever. So they're not that money's not going back into the school district, whatever. That's why, like the the million the people that own million dollar homes, they get they their kids go to the best schools because all that money is going back into the school. So, so like okay. that's what I'm saying. You know, when we talk about point. when we talk about urban communities. Where's that money coming from? Because people ain't nobody breaking down the doors to, to put money in black schools. Yeah, you know I mean, like, so, and I feel you, and I think that's just really just going to come down to where, like, honestly, I always say this, but I feel like we need to tear down the entire system and okay. rebuild it. Like, okay. and that's just really what it comes down to. Like, it's not going to be an easy solution, and it's definitely not going to happen overnight. But, like, oh, definitely. I, yeah. I, like um, but also, and too. So I did not. It's okay, boo. No, but I was just gonna say, like, that's why it's important to like, like when we're talking about fundraisers and like nonprofits and like yeah, it's important to have those resources, like, and to put them back into the black community, like for for us, like to build us, you know, like and exactly like, and yeah, no, I agree that it may sound utopic, and I'm not gonna lie, but (laughs) if enough, but but here's the thing, if enough people believe in it you know like, it ain't nothing i say telling you it's gonna happen you're I'm, I'm saying but i'm saying though all right think about this right we black people we make up 13 percent of the population do you think that the other you know 87 percent of the population is is invested in in our success but keep in mind because when you say black people are you referring to just strictly black people or minorities well, I'm talking about black black people make 13% of the population. Now, because obviously, we're talking, talking, talking about brown. But we're talking about brown people. Black people, black people are <laughs> don't have in the community, though. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have a lot of, um, technically, we have a lot of white people who are deprived and who are in those same communities. We have a lot of um, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. We have uh, Dominicans. We have other races that are involved and are affected by that. So, for me, I'm just like, us saying yeah black communities but really is it black communities or minorities in general because i'm not thinking of it as like a one group thing i'm thinking of it as the minorities need to literally come together support each other and it's going to really take a a village and it's going to take like it's going to take support from everybody because like it's not like it's unheard of because when things were segregated back way back when there was towns that were prospering black owners literally prospering within their black community so it's not like it's 
impossible. It's just a matter of we have now people who are lazy and people who don't think to give back or to support others. They'll rather support those other big known businesses that the white man is running rather than that black person who's charging you a little extra because they have to go about yeah. making it a different way. So mm -hmm. like I said, it's a support thing. It's going to be a minority thing, not just a one group kind of okay, like what can black people to do? No, what can all of us do? And mm -hmm. I feel like if we stand together, stick together, um, regardless, and we're not putting all our money into those white people and we're putting it into ourselves, those white people are gonna come to us like, well, what you got that we don't got? Like, um, and obviously they did it before when they like, you know, broke down those communities that were black owned. So yeah. again, what did we do? We literally dispersed and divided and they ended up conquering. So again, like hmm. we just, it's a togetherness that we need at the end of the day when it comes down to talking about these big, you know, utopia plans. But like I said, like for me, ain't nothing impossible. I'm just, I just throwing the the, the wrench in there because, like, yeah, you know I mean, no, I love a it. lot of stuff. We want a lot it. of stuff. Yes. We, we no. want a lot of stuff, but like it's it's like in reality, like it's hard because, like I said, like a lot. Even even if we're not talking about, you know what I mean, still like you know caucasian people they make up what 65 percent they're still the majority of the country now they keep saying that it's going to be a brown country you know before we die whatever but you know i mean that they're that's that's why things are put in place that's why they don't that's why they want to protect the second amendment and things like that because they they want that they need power they need yeah, power they need over control. yeah they need exactly. control you know what i'm saying so so they they not going out without a fight i'll tell you that like you know what I mean, and it's gonna get hard for it's gonna get hard for us before it gets better. Like, and that's and I don't think people are ready for that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, people ain't ready for that, but like, really, at the end of the day, isn't it already hard for us? Because I'm just oh, yeah. thinking about where everybody is currently at now. Like, and again, like I'm somebody who really technically started from the bottom in a sense. Like my parents did at least. Like, and I know the struggle from being a kid to where I was a low income family and I turned into a like what middle class family. But even that, like, and again now like I'm prospering, but really I'm still a low income family because I'm a single person. Like single people don't be making <laughs> yeah. money. Like that's just nah. real. Like they take my tax dollars and put it towards everything else. So like um to be honest, like I said, it is going to take work, but I just feel as though it's just a matter of we need to be willing to put in the work like we put in all this energy and all this effort to track what you know these idols are doing what these famous people are doing when really we could be out here getting down to the nitty-gritty saving our people and yet we not even thinking outside the box to even make that become a thought like it's just really thanks, thanks, thanks. it's baffling like and then don't get me started on we not even thinking outside the box but then we have the nerve to fucking blame like we can only blame for so long and for so much because at the end of the day both parties are to blame like if you don't rise from the situation or the occasion then really what are you doing like you're fucking folding when it comes down to the important shit excuse my yeah, language yeah. so but i know <laughs> We're wrapping up, right? Yes. Oh, because I was about to say I have got her fired topic. up. Yeah, you know I mean, like, we will, we will <laughs> definitely say that for another time because I do have a good topic. No, I was gonna say so. I do have to wrap up because my beautiful, you know, co-guest Alyssa, she has to get going. She has to leave me, but this was a good conversation, yo. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Los, I'm gonna need to have you back though because I definitely want to pick your head about like um. Honestly, the male perspective with dating. Oh yeah. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought we was gonna get it. Yeah, I thought oh we was gonna God. get into that. But I probably because it was my fault. Because I was no. Let's let's do one more. Let's do one more dating topic. Okay. Just one more. Can you handle? Oh, it? I can afford it. I got 15 minutes. <laughs> I'll oh. make it quick. 
Right. Like, like we are not a monolith, like not all men want the same thing. You know what I mean, that's so that's, true. that's, it's hard to answer that. That's a, that's a very layered question because there are, you know what I mean, I think it depends on your, so it does depend on your socioeconomic status, like what you're looking okay. for. I, so let me ask you then, because obviously, you know, yourself, you can only speak from past experiences. So I'm sure you went through your younger phase, you went through your semi adulting phase, and then you went through now. I'm hoping that you're, you know, at your mature stage. Man, what am I looking for in a relationship? I mean, I'm oh, def- like, just go down that list though. Like, tell me what no, you're no, looking but for. You know what? I just, and you know what? I just seen something um, really profound. Um, it was on, it was on Instagram, whatever. And it was on somebody's story. One of my, one of my followers, a former guest of mine too. And they, it was a guy, he was talking about dating whatever. And he was like, yo, he was like, yo, as a man, yo, you, you make these lists of, of all the things that you want. Like you want her to look like this. You want her to have this. You want her to do this, whatever her body looked like this, whatever. Right. But he said, he said, he said, you know, we never stop to think about how we want, how we want people to make us feel. You know what I mean? Like, how do you, how do you want people to make you feel when you're sad or, or how do you want, how do you want people to treat you when you're angry or when you, when you don't want to talk to them or when you're happy or when you, when you're struggling with things like, and it's like, yo, we don't, we don't never think about that. And like, man, we don't, we don't really think about that. Cause, cause he said, he said the, the girls that we, we envision, whatever it's the, it's the girls that we think we want. But until we get them and then and then like then we realize like yeah she might she might check up all these like boxes but still that's still a human being whatever and everybody's not gonna react the same way like or it's not gonna make you feel the way you want to be the, the way you want to feel like in in these certain situations so so like i think that's it's really layered because it's, it's not until you start dating somebody it's not until you get in a serious relationship with somebody that that you realize like damn like you know what i mean like Yo, when I'm when I'm like, you know, when my my, my head is down, whatever, or I need I need somebody to lick my wounds, you know what I mean? Like I'm like this girl, she I love her, she she look good, she got my, whatever, whatever, but like she don't she don't she don't tend to me like like you know what I mean? And and y'all and women, I feel like y'all can relate to that in in the sense where y'all want men to treat y'all a certain way, you know what I mean? In certain situations, but I don't think man, we don't think about that type of stuff. So like it's kind of a dangerous thing to say like like um like oh what are you looking for or whatever because y'all don't know until we don't really i don't think we really know i don't think we really know we think we know but we really don't you know what i mean but um obviously like you know you I, you want stuff like loyalty you want stuff like support you know what i mean like like you know i'm i'm a guy you know i'm a man so you know you do gotta you gotta stroke my ego a little bit you know what i'm saying like oh, you gotta yeah. you gotta make me feel like the three things a man needs and i guarantee that you won't like 
technically disagree. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me what those things are. (laughs) No, what are they, Kayla? All right. So I know for one, like, like you mentioned, um, men need um, support. Like they need us to literally not be their mom, be their partner, like allow them to do their messes, like, you know, allow them to mess up, but still tell them like, oh, babe, that's okay. Like, what can we do next time to, you know, how's that not being her mom? Because like with a mom, a mom can have the luxury of telling you, I told you not to do that, son. I told you that my way would have been better. As a woman, as a partner, you you should never be telling someone, I told you so. You should just simply be like, oh, babe, I'm sorry, but what can we do in order to make it right? So again, they need that support. And it don't come from, well, damn, I already knew this nigga was going to mess up. Like, no, that's not how you get what you want. Nah, And then obviously, like, you know, um, so support is definitely a thing. What did you just say? You mentioned something that really um, came to me. Um, it was a matter of, I'm going to say this straight up, but we all know it's true as sex. Like men need sex. Like, yes. and at the end of the day, <laughs> um, men need sex, but women don't necessarily need sex. We need affection. So that's just another part okay. of it. Okay. Like, so um, they need sex in order to be able to function. But I also did read this thing. I don't know Which where I read it from. So I don't want to be like she don't want to cite her sources. Look at like we, yeah, we, we, kind of, we like you better cite your sources. Like, but the thing is, is that like it's something that I have been like I guess practicing lately is like because like yeah, sex is cool and all, but like for men, it sucks because they only have like one orgasm. Like that's the only thing that they get, right? Whereas women, oh, like, yeah, we yeah. can oh, yeah. we can be pleased in many different ways, like like in just many different ways. So one thing that I found very powerful is that leading up to, I guess, that orgasm, I, like, for me, like, I try to make it, like, the most, like, centrally involved as possible, if that makes sense. Like, I involve, like, all senses, like, so it's just, it smells, it's touch, it's kind of like that affection that you were talking about that, like, women crave, but men don't realize that they crave affection too like as much as like sex is cool and all like the the like affection part of it leading up I feel like a lot of people miss that part Mm. when it comes to like getting to know another person and so I think that that is very powerful I don't know where I was going with that I forgot like I kind of trailed off a little bit no but that's that's kind of like what because like low-key you're absolutely right but I think that's where a lot of people Men don't understand, well, some men don't understand the importance of foreplay in a sense. Like, and yes. I, this could be a whole nother episode in a sense, only because, like I said, some men get straight to the nitty gritty. Like, mm-hmm. they really just that's, think yeah, that's that crazy. It's, that's like, you're, are you a caveman? Like, what are you doing, man? Come but on. But that's the thing. <laughs> are you a we gotta think about it. Some of these oh. men have, like, they orgasm. Oh, oh, like, that's uh, some niggas just want hump. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> they only grew to be able to please themselves. So, you gotta be uh. mindful of, like, not every man knows um, what it is a woman needs. So like, and half the time, let's be honest, a lot of women don't even know what they need until they really start to explore themselves, not to mention start to crack down like what physically makes them feel good inside. So like, um, again, like as far as women, we definitely need like the foreplay leading up. Like we need the sweet talks. We need the compliments. We need the little touches, the little- But I feel like guys, I feel like guys need that too. not as much, but they you do like, it, it's nice for them to have, but they will take sex over that probably nine times out of 10. And it's only because like, 
<laughs> and I mean, those you can sit here and tell me like if it's true or not, because like. Well, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an I'm an affectionate. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a very affectionate man, and I feel like I, I'm. I always there's always room to improve. There's always things to learn, whatever. But I feel like I'm I I grasp that like in terms of like pleasing a woman and like you know I, I'm trying to get I'm trying to my goal is to get you where you need to be first. You know what I'm saying? Because I could get mine. Like it, it's mad ways. Oh, well, it's not mad ways because you said it's only one organism. Like and it's once it's done, it's done. Whatever. But like I, I'm gonna get mine. I know I'm gonna get mine. Whatever. But like, did you get yours? You know what I'm saying? Because like, there's so many women. You know what I mean that maybe never got an orgasm or at least they say that you know what i mean um but no like I, yeah we we like affection too like at least i like affection but but i think it really comes down to like the leading up to it because like um but yeah. that's the thing men usually don't feel as though they need the affection because we as women naturally give it anyway so like yeah. again like uh, we're okay. very affectionate to where like they're not necessarily missing that whereas some men aren't affectionate to where like I said they're kind of straight to the point so yeah that's true um yeah. but again I'll say the third thing that a man needs is probably communication like don't mm. no man and I'll say this because don't know man so what do you mean by communication don't know man want to have to guess what's wrong with you they don't want to have to oh my god mind. talk about it queen oh my like, god queen. like I said like <laughs> thank you sir oh my but god nobody, but that's the thing. That's three things that men don't like. They may think that they know that they need it, but like nine times out of ten, as you grow older, you're gonna know that one. You're gonna need that support because yeah. they want their ego stroked. Do you not? Yes. Then they're definitely. gonna want hundred percent hundred percent. And again, y'all, this is K time. I honestly don't believe in like you know sex before marriage. Do what you will with that information, <laughs> but that's just me. Um, I'm different, so don't mind me. So Anyhow, right, well, um, all right, I ain't gonna even ask you no question. I ain't <laughs> gonna dig into that. Like, shut up. <laughs> and then last. So you talking like, about you don't have no premarital sex? Are you telling me that right now? No, no, no. I'm not saying I didn't do it, but I'm definitely saying that like now. From now, from from what point to what? Like, when did this start? Where you was like no premarital sex? I mean, whatever. Um, like, to be honest, so. Damn, you're nosy, but okay. <laughs> uh, well, hey, K time. I know. So, like, last year, I decided that, like, I was literally just going to become abstinent. Like, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it for myself. Then, as this year progressed, I was like, you know what? Fuck being abstinent. I'm just going to, you know, um, move forward and be like celibate. And I was like, I'm not even going. Before, I was doing it for myself. And then now I'm pretty much doing it for God and myself. But obviously, you know, for my higher power. So, I already told myself like I'm not gonna be sexual or physical with someone until I am married. Um, now again, y'all, I am not perfect. I'm progressing, so don't sit here. Somebody go expose your ass. Somebody go be like, wait up, wait up. What you talking about? What you talking about? Yeah, but no, like. So all right, all right. So you don't you don't think that you gotta like all right? So time out. You don't think that you gotta kind of test drive the, the the whip before you know what i mean like so i'm gonna get married to you and then the sex is trash and we just gonna stay married like so that's the thing i don't believe in um bad sex at least for me because i feel like yeah, anything yeah, 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 yeah. talk about it talk she about said what she said what do you mean what do you mean y'all are gonna take me sex. out but i feel like a lot thing. i feel like a lot of times people are like um you know and again i know bad sex is a real thing 
but yeah, it also comes yeah. to like, look, I experienced it. I'm not even finna expose people, but anyhow, um, <laughs> bad success is a very real thing. Yo, However, yo, yo, brothers from the seven one seven. Yo, she, she coming for y'all. <laughs> no, 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 no. The seven one seven don't even be know my business. Anyhow, right, um, right. but like, no, like, um, for me though, I feel as though like when I like, I'm an intimate being. Like, I love like the intimacy of it. So to me, like, there's nothing that I won't be able to teach you. Like, if you need to know what spots to lick, what places to stick, what, um, you know, um, situations, positions we need to be in, that's all things that can be taught. Like, and as like a man, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, and that's the thing, like, but that's the thing, we're not, we're not willing to sit down and actually teach. A lot of women and a lot of men, they're just like, well, fuck, let me fuck this person. And like, let's hope I get my nut off. And then if you don't get your nut off, you're like, oh, well, that was trash, throw to the side. Now you're onto a new body. But baby, if you're, if, if you're invested and if your feelings are involved, I'm not gonna throw you away because like your sex needs improvement. No, I'm finna literally teach you. We have our whole life no, 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 no. Right. So right. when you so, get to a certain age, you ain't got time to be teaching nobody. Like if I, if you in your thirties, I ain't got time to be teaching you're you so how funny, to do, do like, this. Let's and just be honest, that. though. Like the only people who are worried about their sex is trash is if their sex is really trash. Sometimes women think like, oh, because I could, I could have sex with this person, this person, and they gonna call me back. That means my sex is fired. No. No, no, but that means you're available. They anything for real. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and that's and that's a problem as well because again, like, I'm not like I said, I know me personally though. Like, I'm good because Lord Jesus, He blessed the girl. <laughs> Anyhow, like, <laughs> um, like, I'm just, but like I said, not everybody can relate. So, like, if you can't relate, then just say that. Like, if your sex okay. is weak and you're worried that, like. You need to test drive something in order to make sure that you good. No, no, I don't need to make sure I'm good. I need to make sure she good. I need to make sure she good. And to be honest, like, I don't really deal with men who tell me that they want to test drive something because baby, fuck is you talking about? Like, I I never, I never bought a car that I didn't drive. I never, I mean. And that's so funny, but like, that's what we had to do back in the old days. Y'all don't do it now because it's so easy to get out of someone else. Like back in, way back when, men were married in order to get a cookie. Like, what are you talking about? When? Like, what, like in the 60s? Like, or like just in life. Like, are you are you about to say that in the 60s people wasn't having premarital sex? That's no, I'm pretty sure they were. I'm almost certain that they, they were, definitely but, were. But I'm saying certain people weren't, and those certain people they can make it. And I'm gonna be those certain people. Look, y'all gotta agree with me. Y'all don't gotta all right, do yeah, what I we, go, we gonna agree. It's to just, disagree that's there. a me thing. Like I said, right, I just don't right, regard myself as good. Fair <laughs> Leave enough, me alone. Y'all are so funny. Uh, look, y'all just look. All right, time out, time out. What if your man is inadequate? Like, what if he, you know what I mean? What if he having some issues? Like, either either with his equipment, like, whether, like, the aesthetic of it, we're going to say, because I don't want to be too vulgar. I don't know how vulgar you get on it. Or, or maybe he can't, it don't function the way you'd like it to function. You know what I'm saying? It's quick. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it go lit. I mean, like you ain't go. So so, so you gonna get married with somebody, but and you don't you don't know none of that. Yeah, <laughs> because what? to be honest, like okay, 
I, you got me exposing myself. And yeah, I, I mean, like what, what I mean, like so. Like, oh, so, oh, so, so in the meantime, you you might not have sex, but you you gripping the you gripping the brother up a little bit. You know what I mean? You seeing what he working mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? I mean Dry humping a little bit. Someone, you can you can see what someone's working with just with gray sweatpants. So that's really not a thing. Like, and he's wearing sweatpants around me. You can definitely take a little peek. And obviously, if I'm about to like marry someone, I'm pretty sure I might have grabbed it a few times. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a saint, because I'm not. Like, okay, key, that's what I'm saying. Like, me, that... like, like I said, I'm not no saint, but all I'm saying is that I'm not trying to. Like I said, I said trying to, because this okay. is all new for me. I ain't, like I said, I'm not perfect. I'm progressing. <laughs> me personally, that's what I'm looking for. You know, okay. I don't gotta be like me. And like I said, to me, it's possible. Like, I hear a lot of people say, like, ain't nobody finna do that. Well, obviously, like, you, you're not gonna be for me because I'm not looking for just anybody so it really okay. is I talked to a lot of people and some people sex isn't important for them and I found that and that's cool you know and 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 so like you may be one of those people where maybe sex isn't that important. no sex maybe is very you, important to me well maybe you like crave something more over like sex but like I said I, I'm a person that likes intimacy let me ask you a question your sexual experiences, um, did you enjoy them when it was with someone that you hardly were into or the people that you loved the most? See, here's the thing. It depends. Like, it depends. I was really, I was in a relationship for five years and it was great. And like, you know, like we did a whole bunch of different things. That was fine. But then I was with somebody else for like a couple of months or whatever. I could not teach him, like the person that I loved, I could not teach him what this other person gave me and that I yeah, it's intangible and some so, of that shit is intangible you can't teach that like, shit like like some people some people know some people got it they don't got it some people like like and it's just I had two serious relationships in my life um both as far as like sexually they were you know good or whatever whatever but like say like I had so I had a little thing and he was known for his mouth like just straight up, like man was blessing people. Like, <laughs> was blessing like, people. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie to this day. I think Jesus, because like he was just out here blessing people. And like again, I wasn't getting that from you, you know. That's that you know how wrong that sound. You dated Jesus because this man blessed blessing people. Yeah, you know I mean, like that sounds so wrong. Like, you know oh, like, 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 like thank you Jesus for that. Jesus not care like, about who eating your pussy. You know what I'm saying like that. No, like, <laughs> shut up, shut up. But anyhow, like um, but even then, like my overall like scale, because again, we have an overall scale. I would have much rather took the people that I was in a committed relationship with over that person. <laughs> All right, y'all. But um, my girl has to go. Okay. okay. <laughs> Did you get your questions out to Mr. Los? Yes. No. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your. I appreciate y'all, man. This is dope, man. This is y'all this is fun. Like I said, I like I like being in the passenger seat sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I ain't gonna lie, like it was a little bit tougher. Like there was some. I was like, oh, am I talking? Am I like? Taking control. I don't want to take control. This is your platform. No, 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 y'all are good. I honestly, like I said, this is an open discussion so that y'all could take control. Um, usually, okay. like if I wanted it to be an interview style, I would have stayed on y'all. Like, we need to do this. Um, I have questions to ask. Y'all have like, um, you know, one to thirty seconds to answer. Like, go ahead and get it out. So, like, oh, wow. this was just an open discussion. So I'm happy that we did it. And I yeah, feel like I I had a lot of fun. I'm glad y'all can enjoy it. Well. Before y'all go, go ahead and shout out your information so that people can know where to find you. Lisa, I'll let you go first. And yes. I know 
time yeah. is of the essence. Oh, no, it's okay. So you can find me on my Instagram. It is RN underscore Liss, L-Y-S-S-1-3. And then my TikTok is RN underscore Liss, but no 13. So, yeah. All right. Um, oh, oh, you can find me on Instagram. It's uh, the number 280-280-PLUS underscore pod. Um, you could literally just type in 280 and then with a plus sign and podcast and something was going to pop up. Find me on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Um, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Snapchat, and uh, TikTok as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have a Twitter and that's where kind of the ideas come from and stuff like that. My, my Twitter is like my personal play. Oh, you also, you also can find me on Facebook as well. I'm on Facebook now. Like I was not on Facebook for like 10 years, so. Now I'm on Facebook. So same, same name, 280 plus podcast. And yeah, I mean, hit, hit me up, man. We, we 37 episodes in and yeah, man, we, we, we make, I mean, we, this might be, you know, 37 and a half. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to have uh, Kay come on my, my podcast pretty soon. And, uh, you know, let her get her shit off. You know I mean? <laughs> No, but all right, y'all. I do want to just thank you for tuning into K Time. Um, the content this week was very open. Um, so I hope y'all can learn. I hope y'all can just progress. And to be honest, stay tuned because we are going to be wrapping up next episode is the season finale before I go on my break and come back and give you guys new and exclusive things that I've been through, I went through, and I am going through. So once more, thank you to my guests for coming. I really, really appreciate y'all. Thank you. Um, and no problem. Thank you guys. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.